We're back on Date with Daniel, and I have a very special someone here with me. She's an elephant storyteller. She's a success coach. She's a light worker. In my eyes, she's everything amazing. Ms. Carlin Purcell. Oh, thank you, Dean. <laughs> you know, I'm so happy that you're here. And I will say this, and I, you know, there are very few people who have been able to help me grow, you know, and we've known each other for a very short while, except yeah. I've, you know, grown leaps and bounds. And I want other people to grow too. You yes. know? But yes. before we get on to how you inspire others to achieve and live their best life, I want to know how you got here. Because mm. there were parts of yourself that you did not like. You hated parts of who you were. Yeah. And I want to know what those parts were and why you hated them so much. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of, of getting to a point where I'm now able to help others. Because I think if I didn't know how to help Carlin, I would not be so effective at doing what I do. Yeah. And for me, a lot of it came from what I call my elephant story. Yeah. And you know, an elephant story is likened after the elephant in the room idiom. It's like a shame-based, a fear-based story or event, something that you've been through that you don't have full closure on. Yeah. And usually that's because of there's the societal norm around that particular thing. Um, it's not what is widely celebrated. It's not what the status quo is, what everybody else is doing. And that biggest elephant story, and we all have several elephants stories right but the biggest one for me which came from an experience so it was an experiential elephant story is being a survivor of child sexual abuse and growing up in the Caribbean is something that you don't talk about like, yeah. nobody talks about that you like children suffer we go through trauma and then we're told be quiet swim it under the rug yes. right mm -hmm. so it's, it's almost like you've been violated after the actual act has happened and and even moving here from St. Lucia as an immigrant to Canada, you know, you think like, well, I'm in a new space, I'm in a new environment, everything will be great. But it's like, no, you carry your history and your past with you wherever you go. Yeah. And I think that was like my biggest lesson moving to Toronto because mm -hmm. um, I thought somehow that being in a new space with new people, like I would be a little bit gentle on you know, nicer to Carlin, things would move along faster because I'm not in the space where the person who did this traumatic thing to me is. That you thought things... you were physically away from the pain. Exactly, I'm physically yeah. away from the pain, so then the pain should go away, right? Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> it, it, it haunts you for the rest of your life until you take yeah. care of it. So that led to a lot of, you know, self-esteem issues, confidence issues. And the other thing too with society too is that because when you look a certain way, people assume that you have it all together, which is one of the whole flaws of this whole thing of looks equals success mm -hmm. or looks equals like you know you, you you've got all your shit together but honestly no you don't that doesn't mean anything looks doesn't really mean anything but we live in a society that celebrates the external you know um the external factor of people so yeah. a lot of people go on that but i struggled a long time to find carlin's voice like what is her authentic voice because i was speaking a lot of operating from my traumatized voice my hurt voice my, my hurt of. lens from the lack of from a uh -huh. scarcity mindset because mm -hmm. um i believe the story that my experience and my shame told me that i'm not good enough that you're tainted that you're you're you know you're trash you're 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 damaged goods and nobody wants damaged oh, goods yeah. right so that little child what I did was that I quieted her and the funny thing is when we quiet that little voice inside of us that little child that unheard child we also quiet the adult version of who we are and I think people don't realize that they think that if they're just suppressing a certain part of who they are they can yes. either just be more they can be more empowered yes. or certain things will just go away over time yes but they, they actually don't. just silence the essence of who they are you silence the essence of who you are so you operate on what I call the three-legged stool yeah. Right. And you know what happens to the three-legged stool? Eventually, it topples over and it falls down. Yeah. So, um, so it took me a while to work to a place where I could not. I could look at my past. I could look at my elephant story and see the love and courage underneath it. 
Um, but it doesn't come overnight. There's a lot of monitoring yourself talk and changing that language, changing, reappraising the situation and understanding that what happened to me did not happen to me, but it happened for me so that I can become the person that I am today. Yeah. So I can really grow into that beautiful warrior that I am. Yeah. And I can stand here today in yes. confidence and yes. say that. Yeah. But you know, you, you don't get to that place with confidence unless you grow through the pain. Yeah. You have to go through it. Yeah. There's no going around it. And, and I've, I've done it. So I can honestly tell you that. You can get the new hairstyle, you know, shop a whole new wardrobe, change homes, get that beautiful first stole that's going to make you feel fabulous for, you know, a few hours or whatever it might be. But in the quiet moments of the night, when the lights are off and you're alone in bed, your head on the pillow, what is that small voice whispering to you? Yeah. What are the tears saying? Yeah. What is that knot in your stomach telling you? Mm -hmm. But you know, you're talking about your figurative voice. But I remember one of the first times that we had spoken, we took it to voice note now. That was the evolution yes. of our friendship. Yes. And then when you sent me such an inspiring voice note, I said, I love your voice. The way in which you are saying things, it's so soothing, it's so inspirational. And you chime right back in, you go, you know, I hated my physical voice for so yes. long. Yes. Talk yes. to me about that. Yeah, because because it all stems from that whole place of feeling unworthy, right? Mm -hmm. And when you feel unworthy, the aspects, the way we express ourselves, whether it's through voice, through art, writing, whatever it might be, we end up hating that part of ourselves too because it's coming from a place of unworthiness. It's coming from a, oh, so when that voice comes out, we see it through the lens of judgment. Mm. We see it through that lens of, oh, is it that hurt child who's still talking? Oh, I can't stand her. Because you haven't fully accepted all of her. And I didn't. I didn't fully accept all parts of Carlin. So I was still struggling with her, mm. with the present Carlin, the Bay Street Carlin, you know, who's just killing it in, in her job and doing all those great things. But then there's also the other Carlin who I haven't reconciled with. And by doing that, I still hated certain aspects of her. So I didn't like my voice. I didn't like the way I look. You know, I felt like, oh, well, you know, me and my big boobs, they're, they're a problem. They're a nuisance. Is that why whatever happened to me happened to me? Is that so you started looking you for justice. Yourself. You blamed yourself. It's yeah. self-blame. And because of society's whole attitude around sexual violence against women and girls of that whole like blame, they point the finger right back at you. Oh, what was she wearing? What were you doing? We as victims, we internalize all of mm. that and it continued to perpetuate. So so I didn't like Carlin's voice. I thought it was it was like, oh, it was too deep. It has all those, why can't it be like more feminine? Like so many different, I literally took Carlin apart and I criticized every single part of who she is. Mm -hmm. And now you're celebrating all aspects of And now I'm celebrating all that, yes, yes. exactly. And so you've, you're doing it back. all with who you are today. You know, yes. you are an elephant storyteller. You're inspiring yes. other people to be empowered by their fears and their lack-based experiences. But you're doing it in a very concrete way. I mean, you are a success coach and you are doing inspirational talks. You're holding your sister talk series. Yes. You're holding panel discussions. I've had the pleasure of being on one. Yes. And you've had your success planner, which I use. I use your success planner. So, you know, a lot of people always talk about going through all these different things in their life and coming to a place of helping people. And mm -hmm. it sounds so nice. They're going to mm -hmm. help people and inspire people. And they think just by speaking, they can do that. But you are doing. You're con constantly manifesting and doing things in a very concrete way. Yes. Talk to me about what fueled the purpose behind your, your coaching, your coaching service, your coaching mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. Again, it started from, I was so tired of being unhappy at work. And the other thing too, I also felt a little bit ungrateful because again, I grew up in the bush. I grew up with no electricity, no running water. And mm -hmm. here I am now on Bay Street. I have this amazing job. I'm surrounded by great people, but I couldn't get to a place where I can truly feel grateful for what I have. Mm -hmm. And that led me on what I call, I opened up Pandora's box and I went in, right? And that's where the whole 
reconciling and owning my elephant story and healing from that came from. But that also led me to, but why do I behave the way I behave? What's like, why is my brain still stuck in the past? I'm like, why every day we, I wake up and my worthiness bank account is at zero? Why is there fear every morning, mm. right? Mm. And so that led me down the rabbit hole of neuroscience and the brain and how it works. So I started, you know, following people like Dr. Rick Hansen and Dr. Dan Siegel. Like they're all neuroscience is taking up neuroscience, taking a look at how does the brain work, the negativity bias, and people like Oprah and yes. Dr. Brene Brown. Like yes. I call them my virtual mentors, aka my besties. Yeah. Um, and their work in terms of how they and even Oprah, she has also been abused. Yeah. But look at what she's doing to this. So I was very fascinated by how did you get from here to here? So by studying the lives of those people, I started collecting a lot of the information. But one of the things that came up for me was, it's great to be inspired, but if you don't take that inspiration and do something with yes, it, yes. you stay stuck in the same place. Yes. So the combination of the neuroscience of how the brain works, the power of writing, the power of journaling, the power of reframing our experiences and understanding that the brain has a negativity bias, but there's a way for us to increase our positive experiences by doing certain things. That all led to me creating, I called it my, it was like an Excel sheet at the time. And I started practicing all the things Oprah, Tony Robbins, Arena Huffington, did mm -hmm. and that led to the whole concrete part of not just listening because listening to videos it will take you to a certain place but if you truly want to transform your life and live out your best life and live out your purpose you have to do the work and that's a combination of yes the affirmations changing your story rewriting your story and that is all of what i'm just talking about right now it's all in what i call the success planner so i'm glad you you yeah. just this is a beautiful segue because even when i was talking about the success planner and the crew was you know um, listening to me talk about it I said the reason why I like the success planner so much is because it actually ignited action. It encouraged you to do. Okay. Whereas I have purchased many different success planners by people I will not name. Okay. And while they're all great, they get you to just think and just be in a state of mentally being inspired. Well, great, I'm here now. How yes. do I practice it? And I felt that every page for each month that you had put in the success planner was telling me to take a feeling and take that thought and now make it into an action. Yes. And it was designed in such a way that it did that. So I'm, this is the first time we're even talking about your success yes. planner in detail. So I'm happy that that's exactly where it came from. Yeah. But I think, I, I, and I want to talk about that action because that's the step that people mm. find so difficult to do. Mm -hmm. They want to buy that book. They want to read that chapter. They want to fill out that page and stay in that state because it feels good. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard for them to actually do something. Yes. How are you helping people get there? Because the I was stuck there for a long time. Right? I, I know, because so was I. And that's yeah. the whole thing. And that's why I got fascinated of, uh, you know, to see how can I move from here to here? How can I get to where I want to be, where I wake up every day, as much as the fear might come, I can move past it. And one of the things, so I love acronyms. So ACT, when I look at the whole word action, A-C-T, action, ACT is activity, C that causes transformation, T. So I love you. what am I doing that is transforming my life? And with transformation, there needs to be movement. There mm -hmm. needs to be, you know, flow. You need to go from one place to the next. So that led me to, you know, identifying, okay, what can I do every week? Because we have like, what, there, there's 14,000, how many minutes a day? I can't remember right now. But there are so, we have so many hours in a day. If we choose just one hour or 30 minutes or, you know, 45 minutes to do one thing that will drive our lives forward, 
it will help us to live the life that we're meant to live. So the, the planner, that's why we have like weekly deliverables. What are you doing for week one? What is your must deliver item? All of that led me to really taking a look at putting items that will help people to shift and not just think and be inspired, but to shift and transform their lives based yes. on where they want to go. Yeah. yeah. I'm so inspired to act. Yeah. To act. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> there is a preview available to, to your success planner, which I'm encouraging everybody to go on to carlinpersal.com, find her success planner on the page, and then look at the preview of the pages. Yes. Because that's how you can tell that this is an action-based book. So much so that I feel guilty when I don't fill it out. <laughs> I put gigantic X's on days that I haven't filled it out, so I hold myself accountable. Yes. And I've, I've become reliant on a certain way. And mm. it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. To be, to be very reliant on a tool like this because it, it's constantly making me self-aware of the places where I do need to work a little bit more and in the areas where I, I am making a lot of headway. And the thing is, we are surrounded by so much noise that yes. you sometimes don't pay attention to where you are succeeding. You're constantly looking at where there is lack. Exactly. And so the book exactly. constantly puts me in a place where I realize that, okay, we are making steady progress here. I don't need to be so down on myself. And, and I love yeah. that you just said that because you just spoke to the neuroscience part of the, of the book, of the yeah. planner. And that's where that part came from. Because because of the brain's negativity bias, we do operate from the scarcity perspective. We do operate from a scarcity mindset, right? And we take those pictures every single day of not good enough. Because when you look at ads, that's, all, that's what they tell us. Mm -hmm. You need this cream because you're not pretty enough or you're not young enough. Yeah. So with the positivity mindset, and, and I've gotten a few clients who have gotten reached out and they're like every single day I can see the progress I've made with my mindset with the progress I've made with my yes. positivity yeah. like my positive emotions and I'm just so thankful because that is my whole point with it because I only put the planet out we've been using it even on Bay Street with my staff for like about a, almost two years before it became a physical book yeah we're using the Excel sheet and I would yeah. have some of them will be like you know no 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 I can't leave I know it's Friday it's four o'clock it's five o'clock I can't leave yet because I have to do my weekly deliverable because when you, and the fascinating thing is that, I'll just backtrack, the brain works on systems. It works on, mm. if you tell it like, this week by 2 p.m., I'm gonna call Daniel. What happens in the back is that there's this little machine that goes off and by the time you say, by Wednesday this week at 2 p.m., I'll call Daniel, as you get closer to, 2 p to Wednesday, to 2 p.m., it will keep on telling you, there's something that you have to do, there's something that you have to yeah, do. Yeah, that so, happens and to then all it, the And time. it happens to us all the time. Yeah. So that is the brain working on its natural way of how it's designed. But, so with but the I love weekly, this. Exactly. That so that's based why on how weekly, we think and how we feel. It's not yes. about how we want to feel, but it's how we're actually physically getting to that place. And when you do that, you operate more powerfully. So then you're not using your resources in, an, in, in, in a negative way. You're actually going based on how the brain works. Yeah. So then you can now build in your positive mindset week after week. If you didn't get hit your goal this week, then you've got next week for you to do it. Yeah. Four tries in the week, you bet you at the end of the month, you would have aced one of your goals for the year. I love it. Now, you know, the thing that I really like about that book is, is that it has a gratitude portion to it. Yes. It has areas where you can map, up your goal, map out your goals for the week and for the month. So it holds you accountable on a weekly and a monthly perspective. It has a daily look at what you want to do. Yeah. It could be for agendas. It could be on your tasks. It could be how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. It also has an area where you can identify rituals for the month from a time and an activity perspective. Mm -hmm. And it also has an area where you can identify how you want to feel in certain aspects.
aspects of your life. Yes. So when I'm saying this book has it all, it really does have it yes. all, right? And, and your that's why I'm invested. And it has my affirmations in it as well. Yes. And it also has the coloring pages. Yeah. Because I found coloring very, very soothing. Yes. So the coloring is right at the beginning of the month and you use it to open your soul and get you into a a sort of relaxed state of mind mm -hmm. where you can actually think about the you things think that you about. want. Exactly. Yeah. And, get you, and activate your soul so you can also, and the other part of it too is the why, rewriting your why every every month. And that's actually a success tip from Napoleon Hill, another one of my virtual mentors, think and grow rich. If you rewrite your vision statement every month, it now becomes second nature to you. Yeah. And there's also a permission and also a commitment statement in the planner as well. And that is to help us with our internal biases because the minute you go after something that is outside of your comfort zone, the resistance will come and fear will show up and tell oh, you that you are not good enough. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Here are all the things you need to finish. Yeah. So writing yourself, giving yourself permission, that's also a very effective way of overcoming your own internal biases and making a commitment also really tell, it's, it's like writing a contract with yourself and telling yourself that your dreams matter, you matter. The thing that you have in your soul that is meant for only you to birth matters. So writing it just really just gives yourself, you give yourself that, that, that almost like honoring the gift that was given to you and only you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Carlin. Thank, thank you. you. Now, what I'm Thanks excited about me. is that it, this is not the end of our conversation. We're going to be putting out a few exclusive videos on Date with Daniel where you're going to give us tips on how to live our best life using your success planner. So yeah. I'm so excited about that. Thank you so much, honey. You thank know you I love you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. And to everybody watching, just know that your success is predetermined. Just give yourself permission to live your best life now. Yes. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you.